You're listening to Forget Being Cool. Let me tell you something, Dave. If I could open my mouth, blow a bubble, and have it encapsulate enemies, I'd just do that all day long. It's time for the button discussion. So, Dave, yes, Bubble John. Bobble. Hi, John. When, when, when I look back at the games I played a lot on my Nintendo when I was a kid, Bubble Bobble is at the top of my list, right? Um, I, you know, I played the Mario's, I played the Zelda's, um, I say Zelda's at, on the Nintendo, I only played Zelda, you know, the original Legend of Zelda. Um, I, I played, yeah, uh, yes, the good one for the, for the NES. Um, I played, was it the, the Legend of, or Adventures of Lolo, I think, uh, was another one, a big one I played, but man, Bubble Bobble is the game that I put in hours and hours and hours. I, I would go to my friend's house, my, my buddy Isaac, who also had a Nintendo, and we would go over there when I would spend the night, and we would just sit there and just play Bubble Bobble over and over and over again. And the music and just like, I don't know, everything about this game is amazing. No, this game, the first time I played this game, and this is crazy, is on the NES Classic. Like, I had really? never I had never played this previously of that. It was a game that was, you know, just there. I'm like, hmm, wonder what this is. I guess I'll play it. I have it. It's got this, this ultimate like repetitive loop of one more, one more time, one more time, one more time. And it does it so perfectly. Even now, like in modern day, unlike a lot of these arcade classics, like I don't, we talked about this with the Pac-Man thing, John, is there's this, this like, does anybody like really play Pac-Man nonstop like anymore? No, no, we kind of don't think that happens. Bubble Bobble biggest strength, like its biggest thing that's got going on for it is that one more time thing that, you know, mobile games now have. It, it really does. Um, it, it definitely has a, that, that high replay value that you can go through and play. And it's also, it's very accessible. Like even for a kid, it, the early levels are not that difficult. Right. It, it's very good at teaching you how to play when you don't have any clue, like it was immediately understandable what I was doing. Yeah. Which is, you know, well, bubbles, get guys in them, pop the bubbles and eat the fruit, get points. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm you know, kind of looking through um, a, a little information on the game and whatever else. And one, I did not realize it was an arcade game. It doesn't surprise me. I guess it's just never something I thought about, but it was an arcade game. They brought over to the NES. Um, I also didn't realize that, and this is just according to an article here, that it has multiple endings. So the the story, I guess you'd say, of Bubble Bobble is that you're trying to save Bub and Bob's girlfriends, right? So Bub and Bob apparently are the two characters, which is really hilarious to me. You're trying to save their girlfriends from this cave of monsters. Um, I don't think I ever knew that, and I, I don't want to say I've beaten the game, but I've there's 100 levels, if I remember correctly. And once you beat level 100, it sends you back to level one and you just, you know, rinse and repeat. And so I'm wondering, like it says that it has multiple endings depending on like your performance and discovery of secrets. So I'm wondering like if there are a series of like things you have to do to have like the ending happen. I, I, I've never seen anything remotely related to a story. And I, and once again, John, this is kind of the thing with these arcade classics. They don't, doesn't matter. 
I mean, I'm glad I'm glad there's some stupid story that we we put around this, but like when it really comes down to it, the core of these games and this this era of gaming it it relies on gameplay over everything else. Like nothing else really matters. Yeah. So you know there was a a Bubble Bobble too, right? Yeah, I do know that. I'd never Have played you... it. Okay, there's probably a reason for that. Um because it was popular and it was the best arcade game in the arcade that people were playing. So let's no, let's just say here the Bubble Bobble 2 for the NES is on eBay. There's three bids, four days left, and it's at $95. Which is way too much for any NES game, period. Um, if you're looking at the ones that are that are um, you know, buy now, they're ranging from like to like $800 for this game. Too much. Yeah. I, I, I love this game, John. I absolutely do. And it's, it's this game that I will boot up. It's the, it's the definitive multiplayer NES game. I would argue. I, okay. So that's a, that's a very steep statement there because you know, there was like Contra and there was Double Dragon 2. Does, does and... that statement almost float away, John? Are you just going to make my, my statement float away? And I'm hanging into, my head in shame for you. Turn into fruit. <sighs> um, but no, it is it is a, a very important and amazing and still replayable, you know, multiplayer game. And it's, it's one of those ones you can just kind of like sit back. And just have fun. And then like and the the music, God, the music is 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 almost circus worthy type music with with how just like fun and and you know lighthearted bubble. Yeah. What's the other the other multiplayer mode, John? I'm sure I've played this a ton of people. Like there's like a third mode. Oh god, I no I idea. know I've done it. I don't remember. I think it's like a competitive one. Okay. Where you're blowing bubbles at each other. I mean, I, I don't, don't really see a point. It's not in important. That. It's not no. important. Is so, this... go ahead. I would say so. As as far as it being like you know multiplayer, you know, we're talking about like the different endings that are supposedly there and whatever else. One thing I've never done in this game is collect all the letters. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't imagine that's easy. Once once again, I'm not an arcade person. Like I'm definitely not. I'm not ever gonna rank up the highest score in Bubble Bobble. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, you know, when I pop guys and I get their stuff, and then like you know the screen moves on to the next round, and I didn't get everything. I, I mean, it's just kind of how I end up playing. You no, know, and I agree. Um. But, like, as you're playing through in the middle of the game, it's not like one of those things that's just sitting there you get, like, after you kill everyone. But in the middle, every once in a while, you'll see a letter float up in a bubble, and you jump on it and pop it, and then you right. get that letter, and it goes to the side of the screen. I don't even know what it spells out. I don't remember. I'm sure at one time I knew. But I wonder, like, how that plays in or if that is a big part of you actually completing the game and not just playing through level 100 and, and going back to the beginning. Probably way more important than we ever realized, John. Maybe it is. If you could Maybe play, th- if you could play Bubble Bobble today, which we can, and I can. I mean, the the 
brilliance is Nintendo put out this thing for $60. It just so happens to have Bubble Bobble on it and a bunch of other great games and some terrible ones. Um, <laughs> I, well, how are you going to play this, John? Like, if you could play it any way you want. Now that I know that an arcade machine exists and is a standing thing that I've never seen in my life, I, I would love the opportunity to play it on that. Um, but once again, I feel like this game would eat so many quarters. Oh yeah. Like this game would eat so many more quarters than it would for me to just play it on an NES arcade where it's set to free mode, maybe, but honestly, I I think playing it on the NES is fine. I think it's great. And I, I will put it on the classic and play it there. I agree. Uh, now, personally, I at some point I will own the actual cartridge of this game because the cartridge of the of the original Ball Wobble is pretty inexpensive. Um, I will own that at some point, and that would probably be my ideal way to play it. Now, I also I plan on making an arcade at some like an arcade machine at some point where you uh, I think Mame is the is the yes. uh, program. So I plan on making a Mame machine. It looks like an arcade cabinet and all that stuff. I want to do at some point. So there's a good chance that that might be where I would go to. And this would be to, your number one most played game on that thing. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I love the shmups. So I, I would probably play a lot of Galaga and stuff like that on there. Uh, or 1942 or something. Um, but that's not important. But that that is probably be... I don't want to say my ideal way... But like if I'm playing by myself, like I there's something about standing in an arcade cabinet that's really cool, right? Or sitting on like a bar stool at an arcade cabinet, I guess, is a little bit more comfortable than standing the whole time. Um and, and, and because now we're too tall, we have to like crouch over a little bit. You know that? No, I don't have that issue. Oh. Okay. Like are you playing miniature arcade machines that are like really short or something? No, it just kinda of feels like you kinda of gotta lean down a little bit. You gotta lean no. down. It's, it's not like a Okay, but but um, but I this this is a game I, I want to play it on my TV. I do. I, I we we talked about in the Pac-Man one how the D-pad and the input lag and stuff like that kind of makes it feel weird, especially playing the NES Classic. I don't think I nearly feel that. I don't think it's nearly as important or nearly as much of an issue with a game like Bubble Bobble. So playing it either on the NES Classic or my preference would actually be the, having the actual cart. And playing it that way, I, I think, is a perfectly fine and ideal way to play the game if you can't get access necessarily to an arcade machine. The point of this conversation is anywhere you can play this, it's probably great. Yeah, but you have to you have to point out, though, I mean, it's not going to be for everyone. Oh, right? yes, it is. This is game is, is solid and fun for everybody of all ages. But okay, so I think I want to play it more with my son. Like we haven't played it a whole lot. We played it some when I first got the, as we call it, the little Nintendo in this house. Um, but like if you have a kid who's 14 and is playing Call of Duty nonstop, he's going to play this and be like, screw you. I'm going back to something else, right? But if you have anyone that's any nostalgia for older games or any just like love of just playing kind of a relaxing multiplayer co-op game, this is going to be a great game for them on a rating scale of zero to a hundred percent john not i give it i give it four bananas give it four bananas i give it a solid 95 percent. i like that that's about the same as four bananas yes solid a plus because 95 is an a plus now john did you know 
I mean, was it not an A plus before? It had to be like a ninety six for an no, A plus. I thought I thought a hundred had to be an A plus. I mean, it really depends on your school. There are some schools you go to where they, where they literally they give like moons and stars and stickers that equal their grade and checks ish check pluses. Yeah, check which is minus. so stupid. Yeah. The worst, John. Game is a solid check plus. We'll see you guys yes, next four, time. four bananas. Bye, guys. For more great discussions, hit that subscribe button or visit forgetbeingcool.com. Let me tell you something, Dave. Bubble Bobble is most likely the greatest co-op video game ever made. Let me tell you something, Dave. If I were to hook up with the dinosaur, it'd be the ones from Bubble Bobble. Let me tell you something, Dave. I wish I had the Bubble Bobble powers for the highway. Let me tell you something, Dave. <laughs> I can't even...